good afternoon, good after morning, all that in between, soulmates. I'd like to welcome you to another journey into Swole's world. This is your girl, Big Swole. And oh, it's been quite a week, hasn't it? Oh man, it's been it's been interesting, but I am thankful to be in front of you guys one more time just to share, just to talk, just to express, because woo, it's been a town. You know, always we're going to talk about it. We're going to be about it. We're going to get into it. So let's re-up on the recap. Last Sunday, uh, if you have not seen the Women's Wrestling Army, yes, the Women's Wrestling Army finally had its debut. Uh, it was amazing. It was started off with Miranda Alize versus Lucha Laney, Laney Luck. It was a great back and forth. Uh, if you guys have not checked it out, it's at womenswrestlingarmy.com. Make sure you get there, subscribe. I think it's like $5.99 or something like that per month. But you get all these interviews and like these different introductions. And you get like, uh, what's the dish with Lish with Alicia uh, Edwards. So yeah, make sure you check that out. And of course, uh, I was on the first episode with it was Trisha Dorda versus myself. Um, I'm pretty sure this is completely on purpose, but uh, <laughs> Trisha Dora is a veteran of the United States Army, and I am a veteran of the United States Air Force, so it was just serendipitous to have us both, you know, end out that first episode of Women's Wrestling Army as the two vets, as the Army and the Air Force, just a little cherry on top, so it was great. I love, absolutely love that match with her. Um, Wrestlers Lab, they just had their show, A Bunga Watch Party. I think that's on IWTV. Listen, y'all, I've said this before, and I'll continue to keep saying it. Mr. Grimm was one of my favorite matches of this year. Honestly, he he's definitely in my top five. I haven't written my top five down in a while as far as my favorite matches of my career, but he is definitely up there. Uh, Ted and I rewatched it, and it was just, it was amazing. It was still absolutely, absolutely amazing. The whole entire show was great. So if you have not watched Showabunga, Wrestler's Lab, Go watch that on IWTV. It was it was great. I'm telling y'all, Mr. Grimm and I were in sync. We were very in the pocket. However, I cannot say the same for Walmart. Listen, uh, I was not going to do this recap and not mention y'all. Listen, you are out of pocket. That tacky ass ice cream, that Juneteenth. If you have not seen it, y'all Google them images. It was some, <laughs> it was the Juneteenth ice cream for the Juneteenth sold in Walmart. And I was like, okay, uh, first red flag. All right. It was red velvet and cheesecake flavored. That's how you knew that it was not one of us because that is the wrong flavor for the Juneteenth. If there's any national Negro ice cream flavor, it is butter pecan. Hands completely down. I don't know no ancestor, I don't know no elder, I don't know no auntie, I don't know no cousin that don't like no butter pecan, okay, and unless you're allergic to nuts, and I, I, I ain't met one of us that's allergic to nuts yet, so, I mean, I ain't saying it ain't happening, but I'm just saying that everybody I know eat butter pecan, that's the first red flag, second, ain't nobody asked for that, when we talk about Juneteenth, ain't nobody asked for that, give us something good, like, you know, all the Black folks don't have to pay taxes for the rest of our lives, or or maybe true justice, or hey, just stop killing us for existing. Maybe that'll work. We do it because we didn't ask for ice cream. Third flag, you didn't even have no proceeds going to nothing, let alone with it not being black owned because it's Walmart, it's great value. You know, it 
damn near Sam's choice. Yeah, and and, and of course, and it was in the wrong, it's in the wrong colors, wrong colors. Your Juneteenth decorations, if you're gonna sell them, if they ain't gotta be Kwanzaa colored, pack it up. We don't have to keep seeing them same African colors on everything. Okay, pack it up. Just like y'all did, them folks at Ringside News. I saw it. I hope you saw it. It's about time that somebody says something because there's no room for transphobia. There's no room for homophobia. There's no room for discrimination, racism, all that. I, I, no. Okay, y'all, just just stop talking about it. Lord have mercy. I don't see how y'all are having a problem with trans people in wrestling. Like, I, they're just people. Look, WWE done already told you it's a scripted sport. So, um, <clears throat> you know, but uh, people people are going to show you who they are. And it just takes a matter of time. So, um, I, you know, I'm glad because I like my folks who have those type of issues with trans people, those type of issues with, homophobe, with uh, homosexuals to be out in front in the open because I need to see you for what you are. Okay. Yeah, I need, to, I need to see you for what you are. So, uh, getting into it, this week has been traumatizing, of course, for a, a lot of different reasons. And um, I had just, it just kept, like, resounding in my head, the word neglect. I feel like the issue with today's world is neglect. There's a lot of neglecting accountability. That is that's, that's such a deep-rooted thing in this world. Like, if someone comes to my house and my house is a mess, if it's a mess, if it's a mess, like top to bottom, it is, it's dirty. There's dishes everywhere. There's clothes all over the place. People are going to look at me as the mother and be like, why is your house dirty? I'm the one who has to hold up that accountability of the house in its presence and it being presentable. And I feel like I, I you know, and with, with me and in our, in my culture, in African-American culture, it is completely mom. There's something wrong with the kid. You go to the mom. The kid's going to the school and they hear him been done like two, three days. Oh, there's something wrong at home. Oh, the kid's coming in and in with, you know, shoes and stuff all messed up, clothes and stuff all tatted up, beat up. Oh, we need to talk to the mother. Yeah. That there's, it's just the accountability is there. It has to be there. There's also being neglecting accountability to care for others. Like, I see how people treat others, especially on Twitter. Oh, my goodness. It's just crazy. It'd be the same people calling out bullies while they're in the process of bullying someone. I was like, what, what, what the hell is going on? <laughs> it, it's just a complete neglect for care for others. And I feel like it's being seen on so many different levels. Uh, like with Congress, I feel like in government, there's just been no care whatsoever, especially about the people. I feel like the whole government has been very neglectful of its people. They'll use us for cash and grabs, but when the real work is needed, when it's time to, you know, lace up them bootstraps, when it's time to, you know, put them muscles up, fold up them t-shirts, it they're too busy. They're too busy lining their pockets instead of caring about the people that are supposed to be caring about, the people that they took an oath to care about. Because how can you say that you care about women all while trying to take the rights away in the same breath? Yeah, in the same breath. Yeah, I can care about women. However, I'm definitely, no, you can't, you, you can't do what you want with your body. 
And then they'll say it's just because they care about kids. Yeah, we're pro-choice. We care about kids. Meanwhile, there's mass shootings occurring nationwide. There's innocent blood being shed and there's nothing being done effectively. The key word is effectively. We just have a lot of thoughts and prayers. A lot of thoughts and prayers. It Honestly, the whole entire situation made me think of uh, the movie The Prince of Egypt. Now, first, of course, the scripture came to mind, but also Prince of Egypt. If you haven't seen it, it's a great movie. But um, there was one part where Moses was trying to get his people to go, you know, and they and the God spirit, he uh, he she put all these things like boils, you know, frogs, all types of things happening to the Egyptians and Kometsian people. And uh, <laughs> it wasn't until God was about to take the firstborn where something happened where some movement was happening. But before then, all the people who got the, pretty much got the Iggy, got the uh, got the, uh, the word ahead of time, they had to slay a lamb and put it over the doorposts. And I feel like that's exactly what's been happening. Our lambs, our babies have been getting slain. And I, I fear, the fear is that nothing will be done until it's upon their doorsteps that the soul weeps. It's not until you get to your household until something happens on your front door, on the front door of, of Congress with your babies, your children, the people you, you hold dear, or something that's been going to be done. Like, oh, something's immediately happened to me. It's affecting me. I feel like there's this big wall between them and us. Like, oh, nothing can get past this wall. Like, oh, okay, Cersei. Sure, nothing's going to get past this wall. But it is that like I feel like they're just so far displaced from reality from the rest of society. Because there's no way that in 146 days we've had this new year, there's been 212 mass shootings and nothing's been done about it. Nothing's been done about gun violence. Like, what are you doing? Like, I truly hope you enjoy those deep pockets because it's that same weight that's going to make you sink completely down to the bottom because honestly what kind of answer is more guns the more more guns it is going to have more protection sure sure jan rob elementary they doubled its spending on school security that's since 2017 they had the surveillance they had officer on duty they had shooter uh, drill training the whole nine yards all that failed all the training failed. So you can't say it's that anymore. Like, how much do we have to go through the process of elimination until something gets done? Because the next thing's like, oh, the cops. The cops. Oh, yeah, they were definitely, you got all you guys did your job. Oh, man. Like, how in the hell did a parent have time to get notified, drive down there, get handcuffed? Yeah, full stop on that. Get handcuffed for trying to save her baby. Get, take the handcuffs off, rush in, get her babies and come out before you get up in there. How? You the cops. You the cops. And we heard you went in there and got your own, got your own people out of there first, huh? But not, not everybody else. You're supposed to protect and serve. It ain't no asterisk next to that. You can't just pick and choose. Like you guys had so much mishandling prior to even entering the school. I, I like you're you're so incompetent. 
Like, you know, you see why people be looking at cops different. Because underneath all that badge and, and all that other stuff, y'all just people. Y'all people that are messing up. Messing up bad. Because I don't know what type of training y'all have down in Texas. Texas is supposed to be the greatest state in all of the, the land, in all of the United States of America. But what training do they say, hey, yell for help? Huh? You No, no. With all my heart, y'all use them babies as bait. And you can't tell me nothing different because ain't no way. Ain't no way. The whole of all the police SWAT team, you spend 40% of your municipal budget on the police. And y'all mishandled it this much? What are, what, the, what, the, what are they paying you for? To do what? To take pictures? Because I, I know damn sure on every single one of y'all androids, every single one of y'all Blackberries, y'all got some depixelated pictures of y'all holding AK-47s and M9s and all that. Holding all that stuff y'all just got. Pictures together. We're SWAT. We can do it. No. For what? You, you feared for your lives? Let me get this straight. So you, you're shooting black people. You're shooting people of color because you fear for your lives. But then you won't go in there and save children because you fear for your lives. It, it, the, the math is not mathing for me. It's just, it's just not. That, that's exactly why I feel like, yes, we need to reinstate or if we, they need to like come up with a new gun ban on assault rifles. Because even when we had one in 1994 under President Clinton, it wasn't like they went like full authentarian on your rights and just took away your weapons by force. I'm, I'm knocking down every door, every single cottage, every single uh, land I could find, and I'm going to get those guns and I'm going to take them away. No, they didn't do that. But mass shootings definitely dropped by 43%. But when it expired, that thing jumped up by what two hundred? Was it two hundred forty-three? Yeah, two hundred forty-three percent. You can't tell me that thing didn't work. But progress continues to keep get reversed with every switch and power. Like this, this, this thing that we have is really only creating incremental change. It changes every every couple every couple years. I feel like they need to treat this with the severity that they did of nine eleven. Because they made it excruciating to travel. But it was necessary course of action to ensure the safety of people. Because they had people in mind, not their pockets. Oh, you can't take this on a plane. Oh, you, you know, the, we have all these rules and regulations now for getting on a plane. Still, decades later. Decades later. Now that ain't much happened to that level, to that scale since then. But they definitely had those things in place so that we can ensure safety. I feel like we're we are being held by folks that do not care. And we got we literally got to get rid of rid of them. Because don't think that I didn't I know I did. I, I saw it. I saw it. And if most of the other people saw that while we were still processing the effects of Buffalo, still processing the effects of Uvalde alike the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that it was perfectly constitutional to imprison and execute people, even those who have evidence of their innocence. And those who have evidence of, like, inadequate consent. That's insane. So it's, 
it, it, it's it, it's like every single time something bad happens, they use that and then just sneak one in. Because in that process, they also ruled that the Constitution prohibits even evidentiary hearings to look into it. So you could be on death row today and some evidence pop up and say, you know what, you know what, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. They're actually innocent. Nah. No, you still, you still got, you still got to pass away. You still got to delete. What? It's, I, 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 honestly, the, the state, if you're not, if you're not pissed off, if you don't have like some type of rage inset <laughs> about the conditions of life for others, the conditions of life for yourself, and thinking about your, your future, your, your, you know, your niece's future, your cousin's future. I mean, damn. Like, I don't understand how you're you're not upset. Because how in the hell did the house of cards become more important than a dealer? They, they can't they can't play without us. They can't be out here playing blackjack without us. These people are pro-birth. Pro-birth. No, it's it's not a it's not a law, it's not a state. This is this is something that is just ruled. So this is just, just like nationwide. But they are pro-birth. These people who claim that they're pro-life, no, they are pro-birth. Understand that the birth rate is declining because the math is mathing to the ones that know that the American dream is a crockpile of horse shit. We know. Unless you got the funds and the stability, which is harder to acquire these days, being fruitful and multiply isn't working for us, Abraham. We're not doing it. I have a whole bunch of years, but I don't know when I'm going to decide to bless this country, this land with another one of me, <laughs> well, at least half of me, but, but I don't know. It's not going to be in the, in the, in the near future because Lord have mercy is making it impossible, making people fearful, pretending like you don't, you, you, don't, you don't care. They don't care. That's why. That's why. Like I stopped. I had to completely stop listening to them because you know, I just. I just feel like. I feel like you just gotta figure out what works for you. Because you know what that brings me to my PSA today. Figure out what works for you because they're gonna lie and they're gonna feed you and they're gonna feed you and they're gonna feed you until there's nothing left but fertilizer. So there's nothing left for you but fertilizer to play with. Because obviously we can see it in the history books the whole entire time. There's There's been not necessarily a true care in the world for us, just for pockets, for a lot of them pockets. Because I don't know where the great again was, but it, it I, I don't know where that's coming from. But the history that I know, it, it didn't look good back then. And it damn sure ain't looking good now. Ah, just uh, insane. Yeah, but huh. Yeah, I just I, I just hope and pray and an active change. I just really, really want a band together type of situation where actively something gets done so that things like Evolve, things like Buffalo does not happen again. I, I don't understand why people are so gung-ho and so clingy to that amendment, clingy 
to their weapons. But to me, to a, to a, to a real G like me, that says fear. You scared of something. You are scared. Ain't no way you clinging to that stuff. Look, I'm sorry. The Chinese, they had gunpowder for what's like 400 years. 400 years. And they ain't go off like forcing and shooting and whatever, all that other stuff. Because they were scared. These people, I feel like they are scared. You want to cling on to something because what? why? Why? What are you going to need that for? Are you terrified somebody going to run up in your shit and take your stuff? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I call. I call them like I see them. I call. I call them like I see them. They're scared of something. And uh, what? Scared of the government? Even if you are scared of the government, I mean, like, <laughs> what? What? What's that? 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 That auto automatic? Gonna do what against them? I'm sorry. I ain't scared of nobody but God and my mama, and that's just how I was raised. Look, it's just, hey, that's just how it is. That is how it is for me. I feel like it's just, it's just terrified. Like, I would give up anything for the sake of children. For the sake of nobody has to wake up and not see their baby no more. That, mm, uh, it's just heartbreaking to me. But look, I love y'all. And I pray that this next week is a much better week. And I'm I'm hoping, like I said, for effective change. And I hope that you guys are wanting the same exact thing. Uh, Y'all stay safe out there. As always, as always, you are loved, you are appreciated, and you are more. Y'all keep smiling.